hey, I lo- I'm glad you're here. We, we, we do, I don't know if you focus and pay attention to the words that we sing, but I love some of the words that we sing this morning. We sang these words that I called and you answered. Aren't you thankful that God rescues people? Anybody been rescued? Aren't you thankful that God's not finished with us? He's not mad with us. He's not done and frustrated, but he still is in the business of rescuing people. And right now, today, you might find yourself in a difficult situation. And can I just encourage you with those words that we sing? Just call out to God. Just call out to Him. Just call out to Him. And He will hear you. And He will come to your rescue. I love that song that we sang, Glory to Glory to Glory. We sang a song, we we sang the words to that song that will never be the same. Come on, you know that when somebody really lets Jesus come into their life, their life is never the same. Never the same. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. I've come that you might have life and have it abundant. Come on. Come on. He wants to make us new. Amen. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things pass away. All things become new. You see, you don't have to leave here the same person you came in as. Today, the Spirit of the Lord wants to come into your life and change you. I love. Thank you, worship team. For those incredible, incredible songs. Yeah, I think we can show some honor. That's good. That's good. We launched into a series last week entitled Get Up. Get Up. You know, I think the enemy would love us not to teach this series. Because the enemy wants us to stay down. He doesn't want us to get uh, there's a verse of scripture that's kind of serving as the main text in this series. I don't have it for you, so you're just going to have to trust me with this. It's from the Bible. I'm not making this stuff up. But in the book of Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16, it says this. The righteous may fall how many times? Anybody remember? Seven. The righteous may fall seven times, but they still get up. But the wicked will stumble into trouble. Last week, we talked about how the enemy would love nothing more for you to stay down when life knocks you down, right? How many of you know that life doesn't play fair sometimes? That listen, there will be a sucker punch to the gut, right? There was a big boxing match last night in Madison Square Garden. And, 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 and I, I watched the highlights that I couldn't pay the $99.95 for the fight like some people. But, uh, but, but, but I was watching the highlights and, and, and what took the champ down was not some blow to the chin or, or to the nose and blood flying everywhere. No, what took him down was a gut punch. And I loved one of the analysts who's a former boxer. He said this. He says, the worst punch to take is that punch to the liver. Right? That gut punch. And sure enough, that's what caused the, 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 the fighter to crumble and have to, you know, tap out, lose the match. Listen, Satan's like that sometimes in us. That's, that's what he does to us. Out of nowhere, he will come and he will blast you with something, a setback, a struggle, or difficulty. Hey, listen, life does not play favorites sometimes, and it will knock you down. If you're not in a difficult time, a valley right now, listen, let me just encourage you with something. Get ready because it's coming. But that's just what, how life handles. But here's what we're talking about in this series entitled Get Up. It's the quote from Dr. John Maxwell. I love what he says. He says this, it's not the knockdown that defines you. It's the get up that does. And so we're looking for some get uppity type of people in this house. We're looking for some people that when life delivers a fatal blow, knocks you down, you won't stay there. That's what the enemy wants you to do. But oh, by the power and the grace of an incredible God at work in you, you can get up. He wants to 
dust you off and get you back in the game. Am I talking to anybody this morning? It's time to get up. You know, we don't get to choose our troubles, do we? It's not as if we can say, hey, I'll take some, just, I'll take a little light tribulation. But, but, but that massive, serious, intense type of persecution, I don't want anything to do with that. In fact, I'll just, if you don't mind, I'll just skip that part of, of being knocked down. Listen, life isn't a cafeteria where you get to pick and choose what comes your way. It's like, isn't it not Luby's? I love me some Luby's. That Luann platter right? But life is not like Luby's. It's not a cafeteria where you get to pick and choose what happens to you, right? There's something we all have in common here today. We will find ourselves knocked down at some point, correct? But it's not that knockdown that defines who you are, but it's that get up within you. And I'm telling you, I don't know where you're at today, I don't know what life has thrown at you. And I know there's some, in a room this size, there are some very real and serious, deep issues. By the way, I just want to tell you something right now. There's also a miracle working God that's present with us today. And we sang that, and he's here. And I'm just going to give you a heads up right now. We're going to give you an opportunity today for a miracle to take place in your life, for a breakthrough, right? Because it's time for you to get up. You see, by God's grace at work in us, we do not have to stay knocked down we can bounce back up and get up. Listen, I know that you've sang words to a song, an old song that goes like this. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. Tis grace hath brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Of course, that old song is called what? Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Come on, sing it. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, now I see. Ooh, man. I've been in some churches where people don't sing so good. You guys are some good singing people. But aren't you thankful that when we find ourselves knocked down, there is the grace of a great God in heaven that is there to pick us up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, so many of us think that because we signed up and said yes to Jesus, that, that somehow that, that, that just means that we have immunity from struggles and difficulties. Can I just tell you what scripture says? In fact, it's in John chapter 16, verse 33. I'm not into the message yet. Is that all right? This, this is the warm-ups. But in John chapter 16, verse 33, it's written in red in my Bible. So who said it? Jesus said it. I love that. Jesus says this. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world you see, that's one of the things that all of us are guaranteed. In fact, I believe this, that for those of us that have said yes to Jesus, we signed up for probably even greater persecution. Did you know that? In fact, let me just say this. I, I, I think this is theologically correct. I think I heard the Bishop T.D. Jake say this one time. He, he, he said something like this one time. He said, if, if you ain't offending people, you ain't preaching. I like that. 
But, but, but here's what I, if you find that, that you've not been persecuted or struggled or faced some adversity or difficulty lately, you might want to check your faithometer. Right? Because for, I just simply believe that somebody who's sold out and on fire and being salt and light, someone who's advancing the kingdom of God, guess what? That enemy who's out to steal, kill, and destroy, that roaring lion that's trying to drive, he's going to attack you. He is. And for some of us, maybe he's like, man, I don't know when the last time. It's been like seven years since I faced adversity or difficulty. You might want to just check that spiritual pulse because the enemy might already have had dominance in your life. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Listen, just because you say yes to Jesus does not mean that you're going to be immune to, to the struggles and difficulties of this world. Hey, hey, I, I love Jimmy Stewart, and he was right. It, it is a wonderful life, but sometimes it ain't easy, is it? It's not an easy life. And there are times in which we're going to face suffering and trouble and distress. There are going to be some times in which you feel like you're backed into a corner. There might even be a moment in which you say, hey, God, where are you? Have you forgotten me? Where are you in my situation? But I'm just telling you, if you'll just hang on, ooh, you're going to see God's power at work through your broken life. And I'm telling you, out of your brokenness, he can pull you up today, breathe, breathe on you and dust you off, and he's got something beautiful and glorious he's going to bring from that ash. Come on, somebody. That's what he does. He does. What will you do when life knocks you down? It will happen. And I'm telling you, by the grace of God, you can get up. All right, let's dive into the, to the message today. Amen. Wow, I got a lunch appointment to make here in a few minutes, so we better lock in. Hey, do you have a go-to verse in the Bible? Yes. How many of you read the Bible, first of all? A few, not everybody. Okay, sorry. Um, do you have a go-to verse? I, I, have, I have a couple in particular. One was Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I used to have that written under the bill of my baseball hat. Because there were days in which, man, I just, I could not hit my way out of a wet paper bag. You know what I'm saying? Or it was just a mess. It was, I love baseball because you only have to succeed 30% of the time and you're successful. That's, that's Cooperstown Hall of Fame material right there, right? Amen. But there's another go-to verse for me that I found early on in ministry. And it's found in the Old Testament, the book of Joshua. It's a word that God gave to Joshua. Joshua is a new young leader. The mantle of leadership has been passed on to him from, from a great old man by the name of Moses, right? Not Jason, but Moses. Thank you. I'm working on that. But Moses. And we know that Moses was the one that went and, and, and God used to, to bring the children of Israel out of bondage. They were being held captive by Pharaoh, and, and they began to set out for this promised land. And Moses began to lead these people towards the promised land, a land flowing of milk and honey, right? Doesn't it just sound good? Uh, and, and, but, but, but Moses is getting old, and he still hasn't found the promised land. So he gives this mantle of leadership off to this young man by the name of Joshua. I often wonder if Joshua was, what he was feeling or sensing when he, when he received the leadership. You know, a lot of us want to be a leader, but, but I don't know if we would have wanted to lead the people that, that, that were left to Joshua. I mean, they, they griped and complained and bellyached time. They walked in circles. I, I wonder if there was a time or two where, where Moses and Joshua were going, hey, bro, listen, I think we've been this way. We've passed through here before. This this sand looks familiar to me, you know, and where, where, where is this? But Joshua's now in leadership, 
And in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, God gives him some incredible words. And this might be the only reason you came today. So don't miss what the word of the Lord says. Here's what it says. This is my command. Be strong and what? Courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. And hold on to this. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Is that not a great verse today? That no matter what you find, what situation you find yourself in this afternoon, that God is with you. And I know that it may seem like he has forgotten you and you're wondering, when will you ever pull me up out of this pit that I'm in? I want you to hang on to those words. That God is with you wherever you go. But I love that. Do not be afraid. Joshua, be strong. And I love that word, courageous. I, I, I think in order for us to really understand what it means to have courage, I, I, I've oftentimes associated with having what I would call a buoyant spirit. You, you know something that's buoyant, it, it, kind of, it, it kind of always rises to the, it pops back up, Right? Now, 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 you can see where I'm going with this when I'm talking about getting up. Listen, there, there are times in which something that, that's buoyant, you might be able to hold it underwater for a period of time, but, but once you release it, what happens? It, ooh, it pops back up to the surface. You see, for some of you right now, the enemy's trying to, to keep you down, and he's trying to drown you. He's trying to destroy you. But I'm telling you, with God's grace and power within you, listen, you can pop back up out of that mess. You can. It's having this buoyant spirit within you. This buoyant spirit always comes back up whenever it's pushed down. Hard times, difficulties may, may try to discourage you or to drain you of this thing that, that God was encouraging Moses to have, this thing called courage. But I'm telling you, when you get pushed down, you can come back up by the grace of God at work in your life. When trouble hits and tries to drown us, it's, it's, it's just like there's this spring that is deep within us that always thrusts us back up from that time of trouble. If you, if you read the Bible, anybody read the Bible in here? I've already asked that. Good. If you read the Bible, you're going to find that many of the great men and women that have inspired us through the reading of God's word, that they were men and women that had buoyancy about them. They, uh, they, they, they were not distracted. They weren't easily moved off of, of what they knew that the Holy Spirit of God was calling them to do. I think of guys like Moses. Moses, I want you to go and set my people free. He faced difficulties. It wasn't easy for him, but yet he stayed true to what God was calling him to do. I think of a guy like Noah who, who, who built an ark. Remember, it was going to rain. A flood's coming. What's rain? We don't know. It had never rained, right? And we know that when you read about Noah building an ark, that, that people would pass by him constantly and laugh at him and make fun of him. I guess they had reason to. I mean, who names their kid Ham? It's my kid Ham and my daughter Potato. I mean, who? So there was probably reason. Japheth? I mean, what the heck is that? I know those aren't popular names these days. Maybe they make a comeback. They make a comeback, right? I think of people like Nehemiah. I want to rebuild the wall that's been destroyed. I don't have the money or finances. But I'm going to go find it. I'm going to find people, workers. I'm going, to, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to keep going. And Nehemiah rebuilt the wall. But there were times in which people said, what are you doing? I think of Job. Wow, you think your life is a mess? Why don't you read the book of Job, right? Lost his family, lost his health, all of his wealth. 
Joe, why don't you just curse God? Surely you've done something that God is just, no. Mm -mm. God blessed him. Think of Esther, who risked her very life going before the king to save her people, to save a nation. Esther, what are you doing? Don't don't do that, Esther. You're a woman, first of all, and you're, you're going before the king? You're not even from here. But Esther knew what God was calling her to do. Think of Jesus, who time and time again faced difficulties and opposition and life threatened, and, but yet he stayed true to his Father's will in heaven. And for our purposes today, I want to look at this man, this apostle by the name of Paul. You ever heard of Paul? It's awesome. I mean, he's so cool that there's a movie out about him. And, but the apostle Paul is, 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 of course, one of those inspiring and what I would say buoyant people that you have a potential to read about in the Bible. I mean, I don't know if you know anything about Paul, but Paul probably experienced more difficulties and hardships than most people ever will. Would you agree with me? Yeah, what we find when you read about his life, he, through all of those difficulties, he rose above them all. Paul was shipwrecked. There were numerous times in which Paul was beaten. There were numerous times in which Paul found himself imprisoned. Paul even had people who were close to him that he had set up and, and, and that, that deserted him and left him. I know that you would never have anybody turn their back on you and, and leave you, right? That's a, that's a biblical problem, not today, right? Through all of these hardships, time and time again, Paul rose above them. And, and I think in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we, we kind of get a, a snapshot as to the reason why he was able to rise above them. He wrote these words, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. Ooh, a great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. For some of you today, that might be the missing ingredient in this difficulty that you're experiencing. You've tried to pick yourself up Versus letting God pick you up. You've tried to right the the ship. You've tried to to solve the issue through your own strength and ability. And yet you've not turned to the creator of all to see you through what you're facing. Get that hanky out and start waving it right now because we're going there. Paul goes on to say, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. And we get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Wow. I love what Paul wrote a couple of chapters earlier in 2 Corinthians 2, 14. He says this, but thank God that he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Listen, Paul had literally triumphed over every kind of attack imaginable by the power of God, this treasure that was within him. You see, that might just be what you need today. You've been turning to to friends and colleagues. You've been looking into self-help books. You've checked yourself into professional whatever. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. But have you turned to the Lord yet? Have you trusted and asked God? Jeremiah 33.3, that's God's telephone number, by the way. Did you know that? You remember? Call to me and I will answer you. 
and show you great and awesome things. Have you called to God in your time of difficulty? Do you have that buoyant spirit within you? I love Paul. I love Paul because whatever pressed him down, he's able to rise back up. I love those words that we just read in 2 Corinthians. He says, we're pressed on every side by troubles. But notice what he says, we're not crushed. He says, we're perplexed, but we're not driven to despair. We're hunted down, but we're never abandoned. We get knocked down, but we're not destroyed. I love the the Phillips translation, that verse 9 there of of 2 Corinthians 4. It reads this way. We may be knocked down, but we are never knocked out. I'm telling you, if God is for you, okay, you tell me. You see? You know that. You know that. That if God is for us, who can be against us? See, you just might be needing to trust in God right now in this difficulty that you find yourself in. This struggle, this adversity that's come your way, have you tapped into this great treasure within you? The power of an awesome God. Listen, Satan's gonna try to keep you down. He's gonna try to to, to sneak in and disrupt your life and cause you to to just lose focus and, and develop this Eeyore mentality, this woe is me, and just stay down and waller in, as we talked about last week, the garbage of life. But you don't have to live there. You can choose. I love these words and, and the word of, of God to us in Hebrews 13. The, 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 this just might encourage you today. God says, I will never fail you, and I will never abandon you. You hear that? You see that? God says, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. In verse 6, he says, so we can say with confidence that the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Hey, listen, God is enough. God is enough. Going back to this man by the name of Paul, when you read about Paul in in the book of Acts, beginning in verse 27 and on through chapter, excuse me, chapter 27 and chapter 28, you're going to find that Paul has found himself once again in a difficult situation. He he finds himself placed on a ship that is bound for Rome and, and, and he experiences a shipwreck along the way. But the Lord has appeared to Paul and, and has promised and assured Paul that no lives would be lost in the midst of this difficulty. In fact, they would reach their destination safely. When you read Acts chapter 27, you're going to find that everyone made it ashore. And chapter 28 opens with Paul around a fire, warming his hands, as I'm sure he was cold and wet, warming his hands over a fire. And and in verse uh, uh, 5 of chapter 28, it says that there's a venomous snake that comes, (laughs) latches on to Paul's hand. Have you read this? I'm telling you, you, if you don't read the Bible... You're missing out on some cool stuff. Listen, this Bear Grylls dude, listen, this stuff ain't new. This stuff's been happening for a long time, right? And this snake latches on to to Paul's hand and and it says that Paul simply just kind of 
takes Taylor Swift's encouragement. Just shake it off. Shake it off. It says he shakes that snake off. And, and everyone that was there watching thought that he was some kind of God because he survived this venomous snake bite. But you know why Paul survived that? Because his time had not yet come. Have you maybe thought about that as you think about the adversity and the situation you find yourself in? You see, the enemy's trying to take you out and trying to take you down. He's trying to destroy you. But for what? Listen, you're still here right now. Listen, your time has not yet come. And what the enemy has meant for harm and your destruction, God is saying, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not finished with you yet. Your time has not yet come. I love the words of Jesus in Mark chapter 16 and in, in, in verse 18. Jesus says this about the believers. This is after he's ascended and he's come back and he's talking about the great things that are about to be unleashed. He says they will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. Now listen, this doesn't mean that we should hold snake handling services as some churches do, right? I know that there are cable TV shows about those people. In fact, let me just help you out. This church is called 1910. Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man came to find and restore. Do you know what Luke 10.19 says? That I've given them powers over snakes and scorpions. I had a lady one time said, Hey, my daughter said, Why would you go to that snake handling church, Mom? She said, What are you talking about? She said, Yeah, in 10.19, that's what they're called. She said, Uh-uh. They're 1910. See what I'm saying? I'm telling you, I can't make this stuff up. Read the Bible. It's in there. It's not saying that we should be holding snake handling services. This is not a, 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 hey, let's just put God to a test. Let's go around and drink something poisonous and see what happens. No. Listen, don't you put the Lord to a test. That's not what he's saying here. But I'm telling you, here's what he is saying here. Until God is done with us, nothing will stop us. Let me say it again. Until God is done with us, nothing will stop us. What the enemy thinks he's winning in your life might just be a setup for a miracle working God to do something absolutely unbelievable. And the only thing that might hinder this miracle in your life The only thing that might hinder you from bouncing back up and getting up from your situation, it's you. What will you do? What will you do with the gut punch to the liver? What will you do when adversity comes? Will you stay down or will you bounce back up? I just want to remind you what the Lord said. I will never abandon you and I will never fail you. Come on, somebody. Get up. Get up. Don't you stay down. You get up. In fact, will you stand up with me right now? Our ministry team is going to come and stand here because I believe today that there's a miracle working God that's present and there's somebody in here today that's in need of a miracle. Our team's standing down front today and here's my call to you today. Hey, you need a miracle in your life in some form or fashion. A relationship issue that's gone, a relationship that's gone crazy. There's a financial setback. Maybe there's been a health diagnosis that you've received. Whatever it is, maybe there's a job situation that's, 
It's caused adversity in your life. Hey, listen, I want you to know that, listen, we believe that God is capable of miracles. And that's why we stand here today ready for you to maybe call out to God and ask him to step into your life. You need a miracle. He's here and he's able to work miracles. We don't, but God does, right? It's the grace of God at work in a person's life that gives them what they need to get back up. Do you have that buoyant spirit in your life today? Hey, listen, the enemy's trying to hold you down. Don't you stay down. You get up. You get up. There's a God of miracles here. He's ready to bounce you back up. He's ready. We sing these words, and not just words to a song. It's truth. Today you're here. You need a miracle. You need a breakthrough. I want you to come. I want you to come and share this with one of my friends. Come on. There's somebody standing right here needs a miracle. Who's going to step up and help them? Thank you. Let's not delay. Let's not delay. Let's not delay. Who needs a miracle today? Come on. He's here today, and he wants to do a work in your life. A miracle working God. Who's ready? Who needs a breakthrough? Miracles come, we need your supernatural love. Come on, he wants to do a work in your life. God can do it. Nothing's impossible. Sing it again. God of miracles, come, come on, Lord, sing it. God of miracles, come. We need your supernatural love to break through. Nothing's impossible. You need a breakthrough? Come on, your world is shaking. Your world is shaking. Come on. Come on, your world is a mess right now. He's here. This world is shaking, but you cannot be shaken. My heart is breaking. Ah, come on. His love is fearless. Help me to be courageous. Sing it, this earth is shaking. This world is shaking. But you cannot be shaken. Oh yeah, miracle working God. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Father. Do it, God. Help me to be courageous too. God of miracles. God of miracles come. We need your supernatural love to Yes, call it out. Nothing's impossible. You're the God of miracles. So here's the invitation today, and it's happening right now. Woo! It's happening. I'm going to pray. We're going to leave here quietly. But if you're here today and you need a breakthrough, I'm telling you, God's here. Just come and call out to Him. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what a miracle-working God wants to do. You've got to believe that He can see you through it. You've got to believe that He wants to pick you up, dust you off. You've got to believe that nothing is impossible with God. Father, that's my prayer for someone here today. That they would understand, God, that there is nothing impossible for you. Lord, we've bought into the lie for far too long that the enemy's chirping in our ears. Oh, you're down and you're out. Your situation's hopeless. There is no way you could ever. God, listen, you're not done with us yet. We're here today. You're not finished. God, I pray that we would understand that nothing's impossible with you. Holy Spirit, do it right now. Come on, Lord. 
Oh, Holy Spirit, do it. Break loose right now. Holy Spirit, do a work. Do a work. Healing, Father, in your name. God, restore relationships, Father. Ooh, Father, break chains right now, Lord. Addictions gone. Addictions are gone. Come on. and in your strength. We go quietly in your power and your strength. And God, we will seek you and trust you because with you all things are possible. Pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. You're dismissed.